Hey everyone, this is Cameron with Glendale Post Sermon, or GPS. We like to know where we are spiritually, mentally, and as a body of Christ. And I'm here with Brian Shackman. <laughs> Brian is actually a funny story about Brian. He, I knew him when I was younger. We used to come to this church when I was like tiny, um, and my parents helped out a lot in the youth group. And so Brian would look after me uh, when I was uh, in the youth group. And, and when we uh, moved away, kind of... Uh, so-and-so years ago, we, um, we came back, ended up coming back around, and Brian was here preaching. So I thought that was a really, like, an amazing transformation, amazing kind of, because he was always a little more of a shy kid, real funny, real cool, but, um, but he had, like, kind of grown into his own. And so it really inspired me to get more involved in the church and more involved uh, in, in this family. But, uh, but enough about that. Let's start navigating. All set. Let's go. All right. So, um, how's your week been, Brian? It's been awesome, man. Been been a good time. Yeah, dude. Um, I feel like it's been like a bit of a tired week. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe for you, mine's been all right. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. So uh, next Sunday, I'll have to, you know, feast more off of your energy. <laughs> Sounds um, good. <laughs> But uh, we were talking a, a little bit about the, um, a little bit about like ourselves and and how we we can sometimes uh, beat ourselves up over little things here and there, but not really change any significant things. How do you think we can get caught up in that trap? Yeah, I, I think that it's it's hard to actually make any sort of change, I and mean, it's like really difficult to follow through and make it happen. One of the things that our friend Carolyn Casada shared on Sunday uh, that I thought was really interesting is that um, in in her work uh, with psychology, she often will try to encourage people to think of things not as a relapse, but just as a lapse. So if you end up setting a goal and you want to go like eat better or whatever, and you stop to get fast food, that's all right. You know, just don't let that be the pattern that throws you off. Because oftentimes I think we can take that bad step in the wrong direction. And then it just like throws us into this vicious cycle. And so it's important to sometimes just give yourself some grace and say, like, I'm going to continue to move in this direction. And sure, I might have taken a step back, but I've taken these steps forward. And the, I'm committed to continuing this direction. And it's something that I'm really not going to just let something get in my way and but I'm going to make this happen so I think it's really just about a mindset and being willing to give yourself some grace yeah it is hard sometimes and you're right we uh, what Carolyn said is we tend to indulge on those bad thoughts and kind of like really think about how we haven't you know done what we set out to do but just just taking time to just realize that like it's not over it's just you know a, like it's not a complete reset it's just like starting again like just yeah. keep going mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and uh and we talked a little bit about the prodigal son um delved a little bit into that parable a bit more um if you could say there's one important lesson in the prodigal son what what would that be well i I think, first of all, it's definitely be called the prodigal sons at the very least because it has uh, the younger brother who goes away from God. And that's generally what we think about is like this aha moment when you can still go back and still be united with God, even if you have made a big mess of things. So we think of it generally as like the lowest of the low person coming back. And that's definitely true. 
But Jesus was speaking to a group of people in this moment, and he tells three parables, and he's speaking to a, a crowd that is very religious and also some people who were considered sinners or far from God. And so he tells this story, which just get cut off or I don't know. Is it still recording? I just my I can I can keep talking if it's just I just can't hear myself in the headphones, but that's not a problem. Yeah. Was it cutting off or just it's just like cut out. I can't it's not in the headphones anymore. Hello? Hello. Yeah, now that's better. Um, so I'll um, just start from kind of around there where I was. Uh, so he's, he's speaking to both religious leaders and people who were, were sinners, and so he sends this message. And generally when we think about that story, we think of it as this uh, individual who finds himself very far from God and decides to turn back. But actually it's also very important, especially for those of us who are regularly a part of a, a church, to think of the older brother as part of that story because the older brother basically comes with this idea like all this time I've been working for you and you never even done anything for me and his dad basically looks at him and is like is that what you think this is and invites him to come into the party and we actually don't know whether friend Jesus doesn't tell us in the story whether he goes back into the party or not and we then uh, are invited to be people who are willing to uh, go into that party to um, not look at other people as far as like what they've done or what they haven't done and just be willing to say like I actively need the grace of God so it's a story that's not just about uh, someone who is far uh, from God and receiving that grace it's for all of us recognizing the need for grace and recognizing what it is that um, God is calling us to do when we gather to worship when we're seeking God with our lives we can forget sometimes when we've been exposed to it our entire lives what um, you know, like if the the sun's in the sky and we, we just kind of like let it lie there and sit there, but um, but it's so amazing. It gives us life. It gives us so many things. And we can sometimes forget that if we've been in it for too long. So I think yeah. the Christian church can really like forget that we're invited to the party too, that we're, it's like, hey, come on, celebrate. And, and don't be so down about um, your, your, you know, you, like you've been following for your whole life and then someone comes along and, and it's following is really on fire and their journey seems to be going in a direction. It's like, don't be bitter about that. It's like you have a brother or sister in Christ that's, that's come to us. So yeah, that's, that's really something uh, good to think about. Yeah, definitely. We talked a little bit, um, or, or you talked a bit about, uh, Jesus in the desert as well. Um, what's the, what's the significance of, of Jesus fasting in the desert? Yeah, I, I think as f- it was something that I was just had read recently from Dallas Willard, who's a fantastic uh, author, and um, he he writes about how th- that oftentimes when we think of that story, we think of it as Jesus on like the end of his rope, and so he goes in the desert for forty days, and then Satan comes and, and tempts him, and we think of it as like a boxer who's you know in, in round ten and barely hanging on, and can can he withstand the blows of Satan? And Willard actually says that what he thinks it is is it's about Jesus being called into the wilderness, and then that's where he gets his strength from. So how is it that he's going to overcome these temptations, all the things that we often can be tempted by? 
how, how is Jesus going to be able to overcome those things? And it's because of that 40 days. It's because of the temp- it's because of the fact that he has been walking away and really spending this time focused with God that he is actually able to overcome what Satan offers him. And I think that that was just really helpful for me because I hadn't really thought about it from that perspective. Generally, I was like, wow, Jesus is still powerful enough to do this, even when he like has these things that are um, thrown at him when he's really, really hungry. But I just thought that was really interesting to think about how, in reality, I mean, if you've been without food for 40 days, you're actually not really wanting food. Your body changes. It's like not wanting yeah. food in the same way. And so it's actually showing us this, this type of spiritual power that is available, I think, more to us than we might think. And that Jesus is basically like preparing for this. This is, you know, him training for the fight and getting out there. And it's not just, let me get as weak as possible and then I can still beat Satan. No, it's like him preparing for that. And the word that's used there is the Eremos. It's the wilderness. So Jesus goes out into the Eremos. And that is what you see consistently through the ministry of Jesus is there's really good things that he's doing. um, But then he's always like, all right, I've got to go spend some time in the airmost, got to walk and be, be with God. And I think when it comes to us thinking about how we change, uh, it's about us saying, all right, God, I need to spend some time in, in the, in the wilderness with you. I need to find space. And it doesn't have to be that you go to a mountain to pray, although that can be part of it. It's about finding an airmost within the busyness of life. And how do we expect to make any positive changes that are like bigger than perhaps we could do just on our own if we aren't connected to God, if we aren't allowing God to help us and understand there's a power that's truly available to us more than we might think. Yeah. Eremos. That's a good, that's a good word. That's a good phrase to live by. Um, Yeah. We, we sometimes, like you said, I think we sometimes uh, let things distract us or um, or even think there are certain things in our lives that are good things for us. But if as soon as we remove those things, as soon as we, you know, let let that happen and let the uh, the journey, the 40 days happen, we find that we're actually stronger without it or we're stronger as time goes on. So, yeah, that's yeah. a really good point. Oh, definitely. Awesome. Well, it's good to see you again, Brian. Always good to see you, my friend. Thanks for joining us again. I'm happy to be here. And thank you for joining us today on Glendale Post Sermon. Our podcast and Instagram handle is at Glendale Post Sermon, and you can connect with Glendale Church at Glendale Church on Instagram and Facebook. You can find me on Insta at Cam the Voice. Glendale Church's website is www.glendale.church, where you can get more info about us, including location hours, or if you just want to connect with someone. Our services are every Sunday at 1030 a.m. in sunny Southern California. Thanks again for listening to Glendale Post Sermon. We'll see you next time.